Electronic Specifier. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Electronic Specifier Insights podcast. This year, robotics will see a significant acceleration in innovation driven largely by the COVID-19 pandemic as companies look to use robots to safely perform tasks without exposing people to risk and to the virus. To meet demand, robotics developers will need to leverage existing designs, treating them as platforms rather than trying to develop new robots from the ground up. Therefore, scaling platforms will require power scaling to meet the different sizes and capabilities of robots. A modular, scalable approach to power delivery will be critical in order to meet this challenge. To d- discuss this further, we will be speaking to C.U. Chai, a business development engineer for EMEA at Vicor. Before joining Vicor, C.U.'s experience was in the EV market for powertrain system integration. She has a bachelor degree in electrical engineering and automation from the University of Electronic Science and Technology of China. She has studied at the University of Aachen in Germany and has a master's degree in electrical engineering from Milan Polytechnic. So, Siu, welcome to today's podcast. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. How You're are you? Well. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good too. Thank you. Good, 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 good. I think a great starting point for our listeners was would be perhaps if you could tell us a little bit about your own background and your role at Vicor. Well, I've been working at Vicor for three years so far. Uh, my role is a business development development engineer for EMEA. And I have another role for robotics uh, is uh, as a robotics champion for Europe. Okay. Great, great. Well, on that top, on that topic of, of robotics, why is Vicor um, particularly looking at the robotics market at the moment? Uh, the reason is quite simple because we love this market. Not only it is growing really rapidly, and you know it is expected to reach a really high revenue and thirty billion dollar by twenty twenty three. But also, it's because it's really a perfect fit for Vico's approach to power. You know, this market is really becoming more innovative and practical. In the past, we used to see the robots um, mainly, let's say, primarily appear in um, production and lie in a manufacturing floor. Nowadays, we see more and more mobile robots are being used in many other sectors, uh, like in agriculture, uh, also like in uh, security, for instance. With the pandemic you just mentioned, Joe, uh, we've seen now there's a demand for kind of disinfection robots, for instance. Plus, you know, more and more people um, are shopping online. So um, we've seen also acceleration in the development of a kind of warehouse robots. And with all this innovation and demand for a higher performance, so uh, we believe that uh, there are some more uh, power system challenges where Vico is really well positioned. And some of these challenges you will see, Joe, um, are quite similar to other mobile or mobile power market, like the electrical vehicle market, for instance. Okay, okay. And as you said, the, the range of applications for robotics is becoming far, far wider. And as as we touched on at the beginning in the intro, there's uh, a number of power power challenges associated with that. Can you perhaps discuss what those what some of those bigger power challenges might be in the world of robotics? Yes, sure. So there are several challenges out there, I would say. Uh, but the main challenges today I would like to talk about are um, uh, mainly like, you know, the size, uh, the weight, the efficiency, also the reliability. 
I believe these challenges are absolutely critical for robots. Imagine that uh, if you can reduce uh, the size and the weight uh, of your power supply of your robot, uh, you can create more space for like a new functionality or carry bigger payloads. Uh, if you can make a robot more efficient, it could definitely go farther and run longer before it needs to be recharged. There is another thing I think is very important that we notice that uh, more functionality is being added to robots. For instance, uh, disinfection robots we just mentioned um, use basically the combination of the UV light and also the mist, which are basically requiring a higher power, uh, extra power. Uh, also, with the security robots uh, are adding more like sensors and more cameras, that are, are needing more power there. If we think about the computing power is being added, which not only need more power, but also the voltages are very different from uh, those traditional voltages that, that we used uh, to for motors to drive the robots. Okay, so we've spoken about some of, some of those challenges for, for robotics going forward. So uh, with that in mind, how, how will Vicor and how does Vicor meet some of those challenges? Oh, this is a very good question. So oh, basically, Vicor, uh, Vicor looks at the power, uh, as we call it um, a power delivery network, or you can call it a PDN, uh, that um, encompasses all the aspect of power uh, from the source, let's say, if it is if it is as a mobile robot application, it's usually a battery here, and going through all the connectors uh, and cables and also all the power electronics uh, this can even include uh, the overall infrastructure of the robots, which, you know, like the charging station, which has uh, intelligent or the fast charging technology. Um, uh, we work really closely with the customer to design uh, th their PDNs. So our purpose is not only minimize the size, weight or complexity, uh, but also increase the efficiency. Some of these PDNs that we've seen that are limited by, for instance, centralized power supply. Uh, you know, with all in that case, with all the voltage buses going to different parts of, of the system, I would say that this is not that efficient at the system level. So what do we do differently? Uh, we use a kind of distributed system uh, with uh, a high density power modules that can be placed where, you know, uh, they have the less impact on size and where you can deliver power more efficiently. So we kind of believe that the modular approach uh, gives the best flexibility to meet robot designers challenges. Excellent. Okay. Okay. And yes, you mentioned there the, the some of the some of the differences um, between the modular approach uh, and the centralized approach. Um, are, are there any other key advantages for, um, for a modular approach to robotics rather than a the, rather than a centralized approach? Absolutely, yes. With the modular approach, let's say, I think it's easier to manage also the heat dissipation because, as I mentioned, the power converters are spread throughout the robot instead of being concentrated in one place. I think there's also another, let's say, advantage because it is more flexible to end redundancy for a, a better system reliability purpose. You can add extra converter modules without really taking up too much additional space. I see, I see. And so 
underline some of those advantages of, of the modular approach. So I suppose the, lead, the question that leads perhaps leads on from that is why aren't more people adopting a, a, mo a more modular approach to robotics? I think this approach works really well um, with high density power modules. But I have to say that um, most of the power system designers aren't familiar yet uh, with this kind of modules. They are used to design and the power supply with a discrete system, with the discrete components. Um, so I would say this, this still takes uh, a lot of time and extra skills. But I think they can still, uh, let's say, get a high efficiency, but I would say they can't really get the same flexibility or scalability and also the density uh, where uh, they can get uh, with the power modules. We, we kind of believe that people will start switching to uh, the modular approach uh, when they will get to know more about uh, the, its advantage uh, and realize the benefit not only to the power system, but more importantly to the robot itself. Okay. Okay. And are there any particular robotics applications that are uh, that are better suited to the modular approach? Yes, definitely. Yes. The short answer is uh, any kind of application where a weight and a compact size matter. Uh, for example, um, you know, uh, extra weights and uh, the size will limit the range for like the mobile robots, for instance. The uh, the delivery robots or, or the security robots, because this kind of robots mainly rely on, on the battery power. Uh, this, these are types of robots where we want to include, include under the category of mobile robots. So they are basically different from those large assembly line, you know, uh, the industry robots where are mainly stationary and powered by the AC source. Let, let's let's look at uh, the requirements of, of the mobile robots. They they basically um, they, they primarily let's say uh, emphasize on the the payload, uh, the the crazy ability, the charging time, uh, also like the real time data model monitoring, uh, also for some substantial computing power capability. So I think it's, it is really important uh, to optimize power use through a development of the lightweight, compact and efficient electronics, also the actuators. So and coming back to, uh, to, to the beginning of your question, so I would say any kind of application where uh, you get the requirement of lightweight and where you get the issue of the space constraint should be a good fit for, um, for the modular power approach. Okay, okay. If you're enjoying this podcast, please check out Ahead in Tech with the interviews from people across the tech spectrum, including traditionally educated and self-taught engineers, bootcamp grads, managers, recruiters, founders, and more. It helps you get ahead in your own career journey by featuring insights from others. You can find the show by searching for Ahead in Tech on your podcasting app of choice, on YouTube or on aheadintech.com. And are there any other specific power challenges that, challenges that are unique to those mobile robots? Uh, well, um, talking about challenges, I would say um, the most common challenge should be the trade-off between and the range and the payload. So I think 
you can easily increase your range by adding like a bigger battery, uh, but you know, a higher voltage, a bigger, a heavier battery, it could add more weight and that could cause uh, like your, your range will probably be limited. So what we are able to do here, Vicor's answer is to use power dense power modules because, because that can deliver higher voltage, but in a very small and thermal adapted package. And Vicor has some designs that the most efficient and power dense fixed ratio uh, converter in this market. And Vicor's module today are basically used in many sectors, like in a high performance computing application, in some artificial intelligence, as well as like uh, the military grade uh, drones. Uh, they are really high performance and lightweight, also in a very small size. One of our customers uh, does delivery robots, which is a so-called automatic uh, guided vehicle to, to deliver parcels. Uh, this customer initially uh, requested a very uh, quick and easy design for, for their power supply because um, the product should be launched to the market very quickly. At the same time, uh, they were also uh, requesting um, a, a single power supply can fit, let's say, different battery input voltages, like uh, the 12 volt, the typical one, as a 24 volt, as well as the 48 volt. Uh, the reason is because um, they can use the same the same design as the same power board uh, to to many other different projects. They, are, they were also looking for a solution with high efficiency, high reliability, with limited uh, space inside their robot. This, let's say in this specific application, uh, Vicos parts were, were used to convert the battery voltage to supply different loads, let's say, uh, for like uh, the FPGA, the motors, etc. Uh, these parts uh, were, were, were able to basically minimize the size and also help customer uh, increase their system efficiency. I see, I see. Are there any other robotics applications where it would be best to use modular power? Uh, well, uh, we've seen also many other cases in, in different segments, uh, such as, you know, agricultural robots, as a logistic robots, disinfection robots, ins inspection and the security robots, as well as the tether robots. So uh, um, in a short, uh, let's say wherever, whatever, uh, minimize the size and weight uh, will benefit performance. Okay, sure, sure. And uh, around modular power, is designing it easy? Uh, this is pretty easy. Uh, you know, uh, design a power delivery network with power modules uh, adheres to basic power design principles, but it's much simpler to execute. Uh, it is far easier than discrete designs and offers so much more flexibility, uh, especially when it comes to late stage design changes. Uh, many customers without in-house power design expertise uh, will concede with us and then comfortably assemble their PDNs. Okay, okay. And are there any other considerations that need to be taken into, into account when, when, when we're talking about power design? 
Uh, well, I think there are some uh, experiences that I like to share here. So uh, in some cases, uh, we have had customers uh, design their system where, with our competitors' parts. So they have come to us after uh, their robot design were almost complete and where they have the, the difficulty where they couldn't meet the space uh, efficiency and heat requirement uh, because the main design was done, you know, uh, the options remain were really limited. However, we were able to help them retrofit their system with modular power solution. So what happened there? Um, uh, Vicos parts were able to fit within their food power footprint. Fortunately, we were able to uh, save, save them space and deliver a higher power. However, I believe that they could have had longer runtime, heavier and more payload, especially faster time to market if they have had designed their power delivery network at the very start. I see. I see. So perhaps leading on from that to you a little bit is what would you say is some of the best practices for for customers who are considering powering their mobile robots today? Uh, well, I believe there are, are some steps are really good to follow here uh, to design a mobile robot. Uh, firstly, um, uh, think about the power. Let's say sync the power up front. Uh, once you know uh, what loads uh, you, you have to power, I think you should explore your power options because doing like that uh, will give you greater design flexibility. It will help you optimize your entire robot and get the best performance from the system level. Uh, secondly, consider using some online tools like uh, the Vico Power System and Designer to expand your power options and ideas for design a, a world-class robot. There is, you know, there are often more than one way to deliver a highly effective PDN. And so I, I believe the Vico Power System Designer is really effective here because it can deliver multiple choices and multiple design within a very short time, within just less than 90 seconds. There's another step I think is good to follow here is uh, consider using a modular approach. I'm emphasizing again here because it is more flexible than a silver box. Uh, it is easier than a discrete solution. You know, uh, the benefit is advantage is because it is highly integrated, which has a more power dense and it is more compact. So um, I would say in order to um, identify the most efficient power delivery network, uh, you will have to evaluate all the options and the potential trade-offs. It could be a modular approach. It could be a discrete uh, solution. It could be even a silver box. Each of them has its own, let's say, a pros and cons. So we definitely encourage customers to consider their power delivery network at the very start of their robot development, because in that case, they will get the greatest benefit in many aspects in performance, functionality, safety, and also reliability. Oh, wow. Okay. And perhaps to, to, to round up, you mentioned a Vicor power system designer there, but so what are some of the best practices for customers who need to consider powering their mobile robots today? Uh, well, uh, so please visit our website, www.vicopower.com. There are many uh, videos, uh, white papers, robotic webinars, 
If you like to speak with our engineers, uh, we have offices, offices all around the world. We will be happy to support your design. Thank you, Sue. That's that's fantastic. That's that's all the time we we, we have for today. But I mean, the robotics is is always been a fascinating sector, and, and ne never more so than than right now. So it was great to to hear more from from yourself and, and what Vicor are doing in the space. So so thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Jason. It was a really pleasure talking to you. Electronic specifier.